What is going on, everybody? Welcome to... Oh, hang on. We're going to fix something here. There we go. Welcome to uh, Just Gonna Say a Podcast. Uh, this is the Tuesday thing where we go through some stuff. I've got a notepad over here. I actually took some notes. For those of you that are uh, only listening, I've got a whole legal pad here. Uh, welcome to the Just Gonna Say It podcast. This is the thing where I'm, you know, just kind of doing my thing and uh, chatting about some stuff that I find important and exciting to talk about. And today we're going to give you, um, just to jump right into, uh, just kind of jump right into what the subject is and then we'll, I've got some things I want to tell you about before we jump in totally into it. But, um, you saw this, the, the, the thumbnail. Hang on. Sip of coffee. We need to get this thing going, right? Okay. So, uh, you saw the thumbnail. Hot takes about gear uh, from 2022. And these are going to be some things. And some of this stuff, actually, all of this stuff you've heard. If you listen to or watch my po- uh, podcast or any of my uh, live content or any of the stuff we talk about on this channel all the time. This is going to kind of be some repeat stuff. However, the reason I'm bringing some of it up is a to talk about it with you and B get your thoughts on it and B to also, uh, because also a lot of, I think some of this stuff really has started to come true and really be, um, I mean, these are just my opinions. Let's just say that real quick. But I think a lot of this stuff is starting to kind of lean this direction for real. And in this last year or so, it's really started to get that way. So when we get to this list right here, um, we're going to, you'll see what I mean. Uh, But I want to get your thoughts on it too. So just stick around for that for a couple of minutes. Uh, The other thing uh, I want to talk about real quick before we get going is, um, and obviously we'll take some questions as we go through this thing. Um, Put a bunch of question marks in front of your question if you have one. Uh, you know, I, I'm doing it by myself, so I might miss it. Um, super chats do pop up on my screen in a little different color, so I won't miss those. And I'll drop what I'm doing and take those if you if you threw a super chat in there. Uh, one of the other things I, I want to mention, too, is um, in the description of this video, we're doing something really fun. I've never done this before. I thought, you know... If we're going to do this like big boy style and actually do YouTube stuff properly, um, we're going to do uh, a 2022 kind of best of gear sort of thing. Um, is there hall reverb on me? I can't hear it. There shouldn't be hall reverb on me. There should be no effects on this. Here, let's just check because that would annoy me. Hang on one second. Now you guys got me all self-conscious. There shouldn't be any effects on this, though. Yeah, we shouldn't have any. What's with the reverb? There it is. Did it go away? Let me know if the reverb went away. I, what it is, is there's a, my microphone on top of my camera was on. And so it was taking it from two different channels. So uh, what, that's one of the things I learned from the video. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute, but just let me know if it's gone. Uh, okay, cool. 
because okay good uh because basically what you were hearing was this microphone and you're hearing the microphone from my camera and they were both on probably about 40 40 milliseconds or something different yeah it was just an open channel okay cool okay uh where were we yes so 2022 we're gonna do a best of gear uh review deal so basically uh, there is a link right below this in the description of this video. Um, and you can go to that link. You can only vote once. Um, well, you can vote once per email address, but you can vote once. Um, and it's going to be the best kind of peripheral extra gear, strings, plugins, stuff like that. It's going to be the best pedal, uh, the best amp and the best guitar of 2022. And the way we compiled this list, I was trying to keep this as complete as possible. The choices are pretty wide and you're going to go in there. Some people are going to go in there and they're going to be like, well, they released this thing this year and it's not in the list. Okay. So what I did was I went all through 2022, all of our gear news segments on this channel. And I basically took almost everything from all of that stuff. There was some really obscure things like, you know, $15,000 guitars that normal people aren't going to buy. Some of that stuff I left out, but most of the mainstream gear um, that we can get. And there was like some special edition pedals that were only going to be 50 of them, stuff like that. I didn't include that stuff, but all of the stuff that you can go to, you know, your local guitar store and get, I, I put on this list. And so you can go there and you can pick it out and we're going to leave this go until probably, um, I'm thinking... It's we're going to do the kind of the awards show or like our version of that uh, the last week of the month, because I want to leave this survey up for long enough uh, that people can can go and participate in it, because I think it's going to be kind of fun. And obviously, the best of is not my choice. The best of is your choice. Everybody that watches the channel. And I know that this is just going to be the people that watch this channel. It's not everything in the world, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun to fi find out what we're all into. Um, and so there's some already some surprises. There's only, there's, I don't know, 50 people or something have done it so far. So it's kind of getting fun to see some trends start to happen. So I'm really excited about that. Um, okay. So let's chat. Uh, let's chat some, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to tell you about before that. I guess not. Okay. Let's get into this. All right. So. These, these kind of, I call them hot takes. First of all, I need to say, I posted what were your hot takes about gear in 2022. And it just, it seemed to give a lot of people license to just be mean to each other in the comments. It was just really um, hot take. Like relic guitars are like buying a poopy diaper and then a bunch of people would fight about it. It's like uh, hot take. You're not a real guitar player if you don't play in a band. I'm like, really? Like, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, it wasn't really for people to be mean to each other. It was for, it was for people to express opinions about some gear. Um, some of the things that came up from you all were things like, um, that there's a bunch of crappy gear and I'm like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Cause it's kind of opposite of what I think. So, but let's, we'll talk about it. And obviously nobody's wrong. This is just all kind of, just kind of fun. This is just kind of fun stuff. Um, Let's see. I didn't really put these in order and I probably should have done them in order. Actually, we're going to make this one five. We're going to make this one four. 
We're going to make this one three. We're going to make this one two. And we're going to make this one one. Okay, cool. That way. So there's five of them. Um, I'm going to say this is just, this is my kind of observation from 2022. And it's just because of the way the, um, just kind of the way the market's going right now. I personally believe, unless you want one of my guitars that I've got for sale used, I personally believe that it's better to buy a new guitar right now. Um, if you're looking for a particular model. Now, if you are a person who is trying to save money and you're like, well, I'm going to buy a 20 year old guitar off of Craigslist for a hundred bucks from a guy in the back of a truck. That's a different story. And I know that there are folks, um, that love the deal, you know, or, or need to have the deal. Cause you know, they can't go to Sweetwater and buy a new guitar. I get that. There's, we all are in different circumstances, but if you are, um, Let's say you're going to go ahead and go buy uh, a used Les Paul. Uh, you're going to go ahead and go buy a uh, two-year-old Mexican Strat. Um, or a, even a even a Ultra 2 or, you know, any, any of the guitars that are kind of on the market right now um, that are, let's say, between $800 and $3,000. You're not going to see, in my opinion, from and honestly, this comes from setting the prices for the guitars that I have for sale right now. I've been looking at this a lot. You're not going to see a huge savings. Um, it might be a couple hundred bucks. It might be, you know, on a on a, for example, on a Silver Sky, they're twenty seven hundred dollars new. They're going for twenty four, twenty five hundred dollars all day long uh, on reverb right now. So you're only saving a couple hundred bucks. If you need to save that money, I get it. I do get it. Or if you don't want to spend the extra couple hundred bucks for that particular guitar, I get that too. But I think for most people, especially if you're buying a gift, especially if you want this particular model, just spend the extra couple hundred bucks, save an extra couple hundred, couple months and, uh, and buy it new and buy, buy the guitar new. I think the the prices are kind of weird right now and i think the used market is so strong and the only way to fix it is to not support it right like i mean just go buy a new guitar uh support your local retailer um buy from sweetwater if you want you know like do whatever you want but buy new um buy new guitars in my opinion uh yeah so let's see I haven't gotten brave enough to purchase from Sweetwater. Dude, I get that. Uh kind of that's kind of one of the things that I think about. Um because I don't I don't want crappy stuff sponsored by established titles. I don't even know what that is. Somebody brought that up. Somebody was trying to give me crap about having um about having um affiliate links in my content, you know. Um I mean, this, these videos don't make themselves like I, you know, we have to support them somehow. And honestly, the YouTube channel is in the red constantly because we don't really make money with it, but, um, you know, in and of itself and the affiliate stuff helps out with that and super chats and all that. So I do appreciate it all. Somebody was giving me a hard time about having affiliate links and saying that we have them. And he was, somebody brought up that whole sponsor sponsored by established titles thing. And I, I don't know what it is. I, I know that there's a scam surrounding it 
I didn't look into it. I just Googled it real quick. I don't, so I don't know what that is. But anyway, um, let's see. If you're selling my used, my sales engineer from Sweetwater says they're not taking a cut, trying to undercut reverb. Yeah, see, so I think people are kind of getting the idea that if you're strategic with your used stuff, you're going to get almost new for it. So from my perspective, why buy used? Honestly, I'm kind of there with cars too. I'm doing some car shopping right now. And uh, holy crap, man. It's stupid. Like, for example, a two, three-year-old WRX is as expensive as, almost as expensive as a brand new one. You're like, why would you do that? Guitars are kind of been in the same, same ball of wax. It's kind of interesting. For those that don't want sponsored videos or affiliate links, go start your own YouTube channel and see how far you won't get. Dude, that's totally true. And actually... If you don't like ads on your YouTube channels, subscribe to premium. Don't be a wimp. It's 15 bucks a month. Um, I honestly, <laughs> I've been on YouTube for almost 10 years now and uh, I've never subscribed to premium and I live in Georgia and let's just say that the political season has been lengthened and through today actually. Uh, and I was getting so tired of ads, uh, because of that. And I actually finally bought premium and I will tell you what, (laughs) it is amazing. I can watch whatever videos I want, whenever I want. It saves time because you know, you're getting a 10 minute video with a whole bunch of stuff added onto it with ads and stuff. It turns into 13 minutes, right? I mean, you're just saving time. It's awesome. I love YouTube premium. Um, and for those of you that don't know, YouTube premium actually pays the creators better because what they do is they split the revenue from YouTube premium between the creators that you watch. So let's say I make, you know, a thousandth of a penny or whatever on a YouTube view. I would make more than that on it if you were subscribed to premium. So I'm just telling you it benefits me too. Um, And you don't have any ads. So, it really helps out uh, the channels that you that you really like. Then I must have a family plan. Uh, I know how you feel. A used Turbo S or a GT3 is twice what a new one goes for. Dude, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. And then I went to the Honda dealership the other day. I was like, you know, maybe I'll just get a Civic Si because I wanted a Civic Si before. Um, $5,000 markup. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not paying a dealer markup just because somebody thinks they should get more. I'm not doing it. Fortunately, guitar stuff, we don't have to worry about that because MAP pricing in the United States anyway, keeps us kind of within range there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, okay. That's number one. I really feel like it's really, you could go either way on it, obviously. And let's just say that it also depends where you are budget wise, it depends what guitar you're buying. But if you are buying a premium instrument right now, if you're, you know, if you're buying a premium, uh, professional grade instrument, like a anything, probably anything American made, tell you the truth. Um, I would say anything above a thousand bucks. Look at the new versus used 
split because the delta between those two prices is going to be a lot closer than you think. Um, I think it's really, really interesting. Okay, number two, and I say this all the time, but it came up in this whole hot takes thing. Somebody was saying there's a bunch of crappy gear out there. There is no bad gear in 2022. Now, in 2020, we had some pretty bad gear. We had some stuff that was terrible. And I'm not, okay, and let's just say I'm not talking about a quality control issue with a guitar that you got. I bought a pedal from this guy and the switch went out. I bought a guitar, I bought a Gibson and blah, 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 and I had to send it back. That, I'm not talking about bad gear. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about a, 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 you know, like a quality control issue with that piece. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about there is n almost no wastes of time. Like if you go and look at all of the amps, all of the pedals, all of the apps, most of the apps, really, uh, I would say maybe you could you could make an argument for a bad app here or there um, because there's so many of them and they're so the, the level of entry is a lot lower. Um, but there really is no bad gear. Where we get a little fuzzy on this is people will say, yeah, well, I don't, this piece of gear sucks. I don't like this amp. Line 6 Spider, you know, that didn't come out in 2022, but um, that amp's not for you. It's for somebody, and it's a great piece of gear for that somebody. Um, understanding who the thing was marketed to, understanding who should be buying it. Um, I'm not interested in... Uh, Marshall Code 50, for example, that doesn't make it bad. I wouldn't use it and it does not suit my needs. That doesn't make it bad because you don't like a piece of gear or because you don't own a piece of gear. It doesn't make it bad period. Um, because you think a piece of gear is a waste of money. Doesn't make it bad because the reason you think it's a, a waste of money is because that piece of gear is not for you. That's all there is to it. Um, and, and I think that's a real important thing to think about, especially when, the reason I'm so passionate about this is because when we talk about encouraging other people to play guitar, we talk, encourage people to continue in this hobby, even if you've been playing instruments for a really long time. And I actually, I'm talking to you. If you've been playing guitar for a long time, there are a lot of guitar players uh, that are, have a tendency to, this piece of gear sucks. I would never buy that. This is blah, blah, blah to somebody else. Yeah, but you're not that other guy or gal. You're not that other person. You're not that, you don't know what they need. You don't know what they want. And if you think you do, just shut up about it. Let them have their own opinion. That's all there is to it. There's no point in going into a, a Facebook group and being like, this thing sucks. I see it all the time on all of our, our like yesterday. It was like, that's a cool guitar, but that, that color is ugly. Well, what kind of com contribution are you making to the community? If you don't like the color, say it's a cool guitar. I would love a blue one. Same thing, but different, right? I mean, you know, I tried the Duke of Tone and I ended up going with such and such a pedal. 
instead of the Duke of Tone sucks. So the, and the reason I'm so passionate about this is because it's just not productive to the community. It just isn't. I mean, I don't know why you're giving other guitar players a hard time. Drives me freaking insane, actually. <laughs> Anybody who thinks there is crappy gear today wasn't buying gear back in the 80s. Dude, no lie. I can remember my first acoustic guitar in, I don't know, 1981, something like that. And that thing was a pile. And we owned a music store. But that's just what there was. Beginner gear was garbage. Um, and we're going to get into that because point number five on here, I'm telling you, is going to be a mic drop situation that you're going to want to stick around for. Uh, we've gone through two of them now. All right, let's go to number three. Uh, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this or not. This is just my opinion, but uh, I've bought a lot of guitars this year. We bought, um, I think, 12 guitars this year. And, um, you know, pretty much one a month. We bought a lot of Fenders. We bought a lot of Squires. We bought a couple Gibsons. We bought a couple PRSs. Uh, what else? We bought a Schecter. We bought that Kramer. I'm going to say right now, my opinion, this is just an opinion, obviously, but Fender and Gibson have swapped places on the quality situation. Um, every Gibson guitar that I've played is pretty friggin' phenomenal. Um, there are handmade um, aspects to a Gibson Les Paul, for example, that have a little bit of variance in them, but those handmade aspects, when you look at it, you're going, okay, somebody did this by hand. Makes sense. It looks like that. Um, so it does not look like a PRS, but that's on purpose. Okay. So I get that. But for the most part, Fender and Squire are garbage compared to Gibson right now. And they need to step it up. They need to step it up. Dylan, you may have to realize that a lot of guitar players are adolescents. That's actually adolescent with an S. Um, adolescence is a state. And have not matured yet to the state where they are, where there are other opinions other than their own. Well, you know, obviously. But it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. Um, you let them have their own opinion. If they want to play a pink guitar or a purple guitar or a Chinese guitar or even a Harley Benton, I don't care. Um, or they want to play pop music on it or they want to beat on it with tin cans and mallets. Or they want to, whatever they want to do, let them do it. They're being creative. You saying that Led Zeppelin is awesome and all music sucks is not being creative. Letting, ki letting kids be creative. And even if they're taking that influence from somewhere else that you don't like, let them be creative. 
Let them be who they are. Um, Jeff Sims, garbage. Yeah, dude. It, I could show you. Well, I have showed you in every video this year. They've been good. There's been good ones. We have had good ones. But the stuff has been bad in comparison to what it was three years ago. Um, I am not impressed. I am not impressed. I think there might be a reason for it, though. I think, and this is probably a hotter take than what I just said to you. I think it might be on purpose. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, I think it might be on purpose. I don't know what else to say. Um, how much of the problem is price? Every brand has their studs and duds. I think the issue is price to dud percentage ratio. Yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute because I got a whole nother, other thing here that we're going to talk about. I, I agree with you. Um, do you see Yamaha being a making a bigger push into the electric market? I mean, they already are, dude. They, they are huge. Um, Yamaha is a much larger company than you realize. And one of the things is too, depends who's running the QA department. I don't think that I don't agree with you. Uh, it's management down. It's management down. It's from, it's from the top down. Um, companies are, should be, and if they're not, they're doing it wrong, should be from the top down 100%. And if, if they are managing it into a, a numbers situation where they're saying this many units we need to get out today. Um, that has an effect on the QA department, whoever's running the QA department, because now his ass is against the wall. And now, you know what I mean? So I think it's top down situation. Um, I think the Gibson fender battle is good for industry. The industry, somebody's let's see, someone's got, I don't know what, that means but when i think yamaha i usually think motorcycles but that's just me well here's the thing yamaha was making instruments long before they were making uh guitars i mean uh motorcycles they put the tuning fork on the motorcycle they didn't put the tuning fork on the piano they didn't put an engine on a piano they put a tuning fork on a motorcycle is what i meant to say um they make they make all kinds of stuff, man. They they're humongous. Um, I always thought the QA uh, Gibson QA stuff is overblown. A one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent overblown. Um, we did a an experiment with that a few months uh, a year ago or two years ago or something. I made up an email address and I was like, send me actual quality control problems that you have with your guitars. All brands, I want to see them. And with photos and first of all people couldn't read directions because they would just be like i had a guitar or i heard about a guitar no i want to know if it happened to you email me a picture so we can see it for real and i probably got in two weeks in that email i probably got six um and then from that none of them were real issues none of them some somebody sent me a PRS with the milky finish thing, but the guitar was like eight eight years old. Like, I think the qual the 
quantity or the the rules for that was a guitar to be less than two years old. You had to buy it from a dealer. You had to have the issue yourself and like buy it new. You had to, you, you could not have bought the guitar used. You had to buy it new. It had to be less than two years old. And you had to have the issue that was photographable evidence that you could send us. And nobody did it because everybody knows they're just complaining on the internet and making a big deal out of nothing. And I'm not saying it's nothing. I'm saying there, there is a guitar every once in a while. That's bad. I get them. So I know other people get them. Everybody always asks me too, like, uh, you know, like, Hey, does Sweetwater know that they're sending you the guitar? So they're going to make it better. Well, I think you've pretty much seen this year with all the guitars that we've gotten and some problems that we've had, stuff that's had to go back, stuff I've had to fix, that we don't get any kind of special treatment. And for those of you that don't know how this works, um, I do have a guy at Sweetwater where I'm like, hey, man, I want to do a video. Can you send me some stuff? You know, this is what I want. Can you send me a pedal and it'll be a sponsored video by Sweetwater, blah, 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 that sort of thing. There's that guy. And then there's my Sweetwater sales rep like you have, like when, when I call and be like, hey, I want to buy a guitar. They don't talk to each other. Um, I'll give you an example. I wanted, I ordered a PRS Silver Sky SE from my normal sales rep guy. And then I thought, oh, let me see if they'll actually give me one. So I called my, like, give me one for free guy. And he's like, yeah, do you have one on order? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And so I had to actually, they didn't even talk to each other. I had to call my sales rep guy, cancel that order, and then like make sure. So like they don't even talk to each other. And um, Sweetwater has given me one. Uh, they gave me a Schecter once. And they gave me the PRS once. They give me two guitars. All the other guitars that you've seen, I've just ordered from my sales rep and paid money for them. Uh, we do that kind of, you know, well, kind of because we have to. And because I think it kind of keeps it honest. Uh, but that being said, this Fender Gibson thing, I think it has switched. I really do. I think it's really switched. Um, let's see. The problem happened at Fender when they laid off too much of so much of their staff. If you follow, okay, so um, we did a whole video on this. I'm actually the one that broke the story on this to the entire internet. I don't know if you remember that. I'll just take the credit for that one. Um, and I know the inside story to that deal even more than I put on the internet that day. But I will say, what really happened there is uh, there were two major retailers in the United States who canceled their orders for Squires. This is really what happened. And Fender has a deal with their bank where a percent, they could only have so much inventory per how much payroll they had. And so because they got stuck with those huge orders, uh, they had so much inventory in Squires that they had to lay people off so their bank wouldn't get pissed. That's basically what happened. Um, and so now they're reeling from it. And this is why we're having sales on Squires right now. Thank you for the super chat, Mr. Justin quotation. I like that name. Have you heard of Chris Buck? He's an amazing guitar play guitars for a band called 
Cardinal Black. Have you heard of Sire Guitars? Um, I've heard of Sire Guitars. I'm not a... Uh, thank you for the super chat, by the way. Uh, yes, I have heard of Sire Guitars. I have no opinion on them because they're not, they don't interest me, I, I guess is what I'll say. Um, and I've not heard of, I've, I've not heard of Chris Buck. Maybe I have, but I, I could tell, let me say this. I think I've heard that name, but it would be dishonest of me to be like, oh yeah, I've heard of him. Cause I don't know that I could connect him to anything. I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't know for sure. What years should you avoid for Gibson? Um, 2015, 2016, a lot of people say those kind of suck because they had those weird models with the brass nuts and the kind of stuff. But what I will say about those models is you could get them real cheap and take them to a tech and fix all the problems for a hundred bucks. So, um, yeah. Yeah, doesn't um, the dude from... Uh, Smashing Pumpkins also play a Rev Star. I'm pretty sure. Somebody was like, I wish somebody would play this thing long enough in a video so that I could tell if it was good or not. And I'm like, uh, listen to any Smashing Pumpkins uh, tour video right now. Because uh, what's his name? The Asian dude. I can't remember what his name is. Jeff something. Anyways, he's he plays uh, he plays a Rev Star. Um, yeah, cool. I've heard some folks comment that Squire guitars coming from Indonesia this year are not as good as those that came from China in previous years. Um, all of the, I would say, hmm, I've had one. So we've bought like six of them this year. I bought, and the one I have right now is Chinese and it's pretty good. But the biggest thing with these fenders is the necks. If the frets are good, they're fine. And, and I wouldn't tell you to shy away from buying one. You're just going to have to take it and have some work done to it. You're just going to call your tech and have them do 100 bucks worth of work to the thing to make it really good. Um, the $600 Squires, the 40th anniversary ones, are better than the ones that are normal because they came with bound necks, the gold ones, you know, they came with bound necks. So, you know, they're actually, you know, uh, I don't know what y'all are saying about, uh, echo because I, that other channel is muted. So there should be no problem with it, uh, at this time. I mean, if there is, there is, but Uh, let's see. Okay. So that is point number three. All right. Let's go to point number four. I believe here is my number four hot take out of five. How are we doing on time? Pretty good. Uh, I believe that the demise of the conventional amplifier has already and is in the process of happening. I think from now on, the conventional tube amplifier will be less common 
in the real world as a new purchase than any other kind of amplifier. Um, so I, 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 and I don't think that's necessarily an opinion. I think we are seeing it. Like I said, this is one of these things that 2022 just kind of bared out itself. You know what I mean? Like we didn't really have to make this up. I think, um, um, I'll never leave my tube amp. I, I get that, but probably you'll never buy a brand new one again. And I know that there are individuals. I understand. I, I get it too. I would like to have a Plexi, a Marshall Plexi. I really would. I would like to have, um, man, I had a Vibroverb before and I wish I would have never sold that amp. I love that amp. However, in real life, I need an unconventional tube amp. And what I mean by that is, so for example, we have the Blackstar St. James right here. It's a 50 watt 6L6 tube amp, but it's got all of the other stuff in it. It's got the IRs in it. It's got the power scaling in it. It's got the USB out stuff. You can record with it. It's got all the other things. That to me is not a conventional tube amp. Not a conventional tube amp in the respect that you have to turn the thing up to seven for it to break up and that you're going to blow your neighbors out. A conventional old school tube amp. I believe that those things are kind of just over for two reasons. One, the manufacturing costs of a tube amp have skyrocketed in the last couple of years. Um, and it's not just cheap tube. It's not tube shortage and all that stuff. That's part of it, I suppose, but that's not it really. The, the lumber, um, the transformers, the copper that goes into it, all of the rare earth metals that go into and the environmental impact of how dirty it is to make tubes because it's actually pretty terrible. Um, all of those things, you, you put all that stuff together and then power consumption. I bang on about this and people don't believe me, but my folks, those of you that follow me in Europe know that power consumption is a thing that you need to worry about how much power consumption you're using with your various appliances around your home. And you also know that if you have a quad cortex or a Kemper or a tone master, you'll be able to play earlier in the evening than later because of scaling of cost and for longer hours in the month because of scaling of cost. You already know that this is affecting you. And I think it's gonna happen more and more and more. And I know that people in America don't understand that but what they also don't understand is the United States is not the biggest market for Fender. So, for example, so, and for Blackstar and for, you know, the world's a big place. So the percentage of the market we think is all here because this is where rock and roll came from, but it's not really true. So because of all of these factors, the tube amp is going to be, it's always going to be awesome. Okay. I'm not a tube amp hater. It's always going to be amazing. And we're always going to love standing in front of a 412 or two 412s with a plexi on top and just dime all the knobs. It's going to be amazing. But the amount of people that will be able to do that in practical settings, whether that's you have a gig that the stage can't be loud or is direct only, there's a lot of venues that are going direct only, um, or you live 
in an apartment like I do where I can't, you know, play loud or any number of reasons, the practicality is going to bring you to one of these other non-conventional amplifiers, one of these non-conventional tube amplifiers. And I think, or even if it still has tubes in it, like the 6L6 uh, St. James or the EL34 St. James, but I think that's going to be the way, the direction that we are already going. Doesn't rev, somebody mentioned rev in the comments, you know, um, and to you people that say you can't just can't get the same response, um, you need to spend some time with this stuff and, and you need to, you, you got to disconnect from the religion. I'm just going to say it. You got to play the music and disconnect from the gear religion because for every person that says it doesn't feel like a tube, there are hundreds of people that are playing music that sounds fantastic everywhere and making money and doing it professionally. These are not kid toys anymore. And I tried a pod in 1993 is not a valid answer. Trying a Kemper four years ago is not a valid answer. Um, that Tone Master Princeton right there is worlds ahead of any clean Fender sound that I've ever got out of a Kemper. And it just came out this year. So, and, and the cool part is your tube amp gets worse as it gets older. This digital stuff, as they continue to download patches and make upgrades, you could have the same piece of hardware for 10 years, like a Kemper, for example. And the thing just keeps getting better because profiles keep getting better. Uh, the software keeps getting better. Everything keeps getting better. Meanwhile, you're having to replace tubes and you're having to, you know, recap your stuff. So, you know, um, it's, I, I just really feel like all of these, a lot of these things have just become this religious fervor for a particular thing. And I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I totally get it because I love the stuff. I absolutely love the stuff, but you have to separate what you will have on your wall to worship versus on your wall to actually play for real in real life. Those are, those are going to become two different things. There's going to be no way around it because Either your neighbors are going to hate you or the venue is going to hate you or your electric bill is going to hate you or some there's going to be some reason in the next few years. And I think it's already here where people are just going to be like, you know what? I love my tube amp, but I need one of these other things for real life. And a couple of times it's going to just be like a classic car. It's going to be exactly like a classic car. You're going to take it out when it's not raining. You're going to take it out when your family's not home. You're going to take it out when your neighbors, you look out there. Oh, they're mowing the lawn. They're not going to hear me right now. You know, it's going to be special days and you're going to play your tube amp wide open and it's going to be amazing and it's going to be amazing. And we're all going to have one. I want some more again. We're all going to have them for those sunny days, but daily drivers, they're all going to be stuff like this. It's just the way it's going to be. And I know you don't agree with me. A lot of people don't agree with me, but. There are caps in the SS amps too. Uh, well, these amps aren't solid state, so. I need to do a video about that. So 
a lot of false information about what makes an amp go. There are tons of amps songs on Spotify that were recorded on an amp modeler that hardcore tube guys would never know aren't done on an old school amp. No way, dude. That's totally true. That is totally true. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's kind of, it's the classic car thing. I get, I get the desire for it because I want it. <laughs> I mean, I know we all want it, but I, there's going to be a separation between the practicality and the, you know, and the reality of what real life is. And that, that's sunny day, you know, when your kids aren't home and when your wife's not home and when your neighbors are mowing the lawn or, you know, when the cops are busy doing something else so they can't come over to your house and shut you down. All right. Point number five. And this is going to, uh, you're not going to agree with me on this. Um, but I've always felt this way. Um, and it's going to step back to some, a few things that we discussed earlier. For me, tube amps are for my enjoyment. I 100% agree. All this stuff, like the stuff that we cling to, right? Um, I want a vintage spec strat, nitrocellulose finish, um, probably my pickups in it, uh, you know, old school Princeton, like a real tube one, you know, I want all that stuff, but it's because I think it's cool. Not because it's better, not because it's going to make me sound different, not because honestly, not because anybody around me cares. I don't buy gear to show off for other people. Like, I think that's stupid. I, that's just my personal personality i don't care if you like what i obviously i don't care if you like what i like i don't but it is for me like i i 100 get that sentiment i think that's really really cool um i think that's really cool all right okay here we go i think that a $2,000 guitar in 2022, I think the, this cheap guitar is just as good as this expensive guitar is dead. A $2,000, $2,500, $2,800. Cause that's what regular priced American professional tier guitars cost these days. A good, let's just get it out of the way. A good guitar is two grand. Like a good American, I mean, you know what I mean? Like a, I don't know. Well, so, um, not even a signature one. So I don't know. Well, all those guitars up there, a good Telecaster is two grand. A good Gibson is 2,500, 2,700. A good PRS is two grand. They are better than your three to $500 Squire, Chinese import version of said, I could buy a Harley Benton, I could buy a Sire, I could buy a Squire, I could buy all the other guitars that look exactly the same for three to $500, and it's just as, no, it's not. Not in 2022, it's not. They're great. 
They are great. You can get a $300 to $500 guitar. We just did it yesterday. Yamaha Revstar. That thing is phenomenal. It's 500 bucks and it's really good. It ain't as good as the Les Paul. It ain't as good as an SG. It ain't as good as the Guild that looks like an SG. It's not as good as any of those guitars. It is a fantastic $500 guitar, but it is not as good as any of those other guitars. Buy the best guitar that you can buy in your budget and then learn how to play that guitar. Don't worry about how much somebody else's guitar costs. Don't worry about, is it good for the money? Buy the best guitar that you can afford. But stay out of the Facebook groups saying that your three to $500 guitar is just as good as one that costs 2,500 bucks. Cause it ain't now there's some reasons for this. This is not, I mean, I know I'm saying it like all snotty sounding, but that's just for theatrical effect. I there's, I think there's real things that we can look at here and talk about in the comments in a constructive way. Um, that, that speak to this. Okay. Somebody was talking earlier about, um, <laughs> wait, we have to have a budget. I know. Right. I just buy the thing and then forget that I have to have a budget and like, Oh crap. I guess I'm not buying anything for a couple of months. Did you see the Adam Jones model that was released today? Yeah. We're going to talk about that in the news tomorrow. Um, You should do a review on the Yamaha THR modeling amp series. I think I might buy one of those because I, I, I don't, that's like the only one I don't have. I have all these other little practice amps. I don't have that one. I should get that one. Um, do those tone masters take pedals? Well, I'm kind of interested. Dude, buy that Princeton tone master. It's so freaking good. It's so good. I've only used my black star once <laughs> since I got it. Um, the only reason I will use my, so this is how cool it is. The tone master is like the, the, the Princeton in general is like 12 Watts, right? So if you're putting something really hot into it, like a P90, like the Gibson SG, uh, with a P90 in it, um, the Schecter, that pink guitar, the MGK guitar up there, that pickup's pretty hot. Uh, let's see, even that Kramer back there, we've got a center punch eight in that Kramer. I sold that Kramer, by the way, we do have some guitars for sale. Still you go to Dylan talks tone. There's a thing on the, on the website there. We we have four more guitars for sale. Um, something higher output. It's really hard to get a clean sound out of the Princeton because that's the way a Princeton is. Cause it's only 12 Watts, right? So you end up sending it into compression very quickly and it acts really real like that. Like it, it feels right. So if you have a really high output guitar, then we walk over here to the Black Star with the 50 watts and put it on the clean channel and it get it's really nice and clean for a very long time. And you have a lot of room, headroom to play around with stuff. And like if you want to do a clean, so takes pedals well. Okay, so let's talk about that. Any amp, pretty much, if it's done properly, 50 watt amp will take a pedal and you can run it into a clean amp and do most of the work with the pedal. If you have a 12 watt amp or a 15 watt amp or even a 20, like a two six V six or a six V six amp and you play it pretty loud, 
that thing will break up pretty easy. And then you will put a, be putting a pedal into a slightly broken up amp. So it just depends how you want to do it. Um, takes pedals well is kind of a misnomer. Because do you mean that you want it to be totally clean and then you just use just the pedal? Then no, get a 50 watt amp. Get this thing. Get the Blackstar. If you are cool with having it kind of broken up when you play a P90 and throwing a tube screamer on it and really pushing the thing, then use a lower wattage amp. It just kind of depends. I should do a video about that now that I have them both because that's that's a, a key thing in understanding power staging and does it take a pedal well. You know what I mean? That's a phrase that I think is overused when we really start to understand, but I understand why you're asking it. Um, it just depends. Do you want to go into a clean amp or do you want to go into a slightly dirty amp? Um, have you ever checked out the mono price tube amps from Amazon? No, see, I don't even go there. I don't care about it. Um, if you might be new to the channel, so you might not know, but I, I don't really, uh, all of these Chinese knockoff copy things, I don't care. I don't care. I, I think they cheapen the hobby. Um, unless, I just said a couple of minutes ago, I just said, buy the best gear that you can buy. So, if a monoprice amp is the best gear that you can buy, then buy it. If, or if price is important to you, if you are someone who is, I want seven of these things and they're cheap and I'm cheap and I find the best bargain on the cheapest toilet paper, even though it's single ply and my finger blows through, then I can understand why you would want a mono price. I'm not, I'm a two ply guy and I want it to feel nice. You know what I mean? So it just kind of depends. Like it, and I don't look at anybody any different. We, it's all a personal choice. But I personally am not interested in the copy, copy, copy stuff. Not at all. I'm about to do a video next week on one of those copy guitars. It's one of those vintage things. And the thing's a pile of crap. But we're going to make it really awesome. And the only reason I'm doing it is because it's a friend of mine. And it's a very specific build that we're doing uh, here. I'll give you a clue as to what this build is right here we have a telecaster six saddle bridge with the low e missing and it's gold i bet you can guess what the build-up is going to be it's going to be pretty cool i'll spend the more on the guitar and i'm definitely a two-ply guy and i fold it <laughs> You know what I mean though it's it's there's a mentality out there where folks are really concerned about price and it's not about necessity um I do this stuff for fun and if I can't afford it I don't do it I mean I really want a Les Paul right now I want a gold top Leslie thinks I should get the slash uh, November burst, which is probably what I'm going to end up getting. Could I afford to do it right now? Yeah, probably. 
but I'm kind of just putting it off because I don't really want to spend the money on it right now. Now, I could go get any number of Gibson knockoffy things for a third of the price and get in a Facebook group and be like, this is just as good as the guitar I was going to buy. And now I'm going to put 600 bucks worth of stuff in it. And it's not going to be as good, but I'm going to say it is. I'm just not that guy. I'm going to wait until I can get the guitar I want. You know? I should get better amps, but I keep using my money up on guitars. Dude, that's for real, right? Gold Top P90s with is my dream guitar. Yeah, I think it is. The November Burst is dope. Dude, it's so sick, right? And it's got those El Nico 2 pickups in it. And I'm really interested in that because uh, I'll tell you a little secret. I'm kind of thinking about coming out with some El Nico 2 humbuggers. So, yeah. Um, So, that is going to be my justification for buying that guitar, actually. I'm pretty sure. We'll see what happens. Let's see. Who wouldn't shake somebody's hand? That's kind of lame. I'm a two plus. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. That's a great idea. That's funny. That's funny. Um, Yeah. So. The Slash original was a copy. Yeah. Have you ever considered making a drop in 500K pots for LP's uh, 50s wiring? Um, Rusty, I would consider it. However, it's being done right now by Jersey Shore Guitar Garage and Jimmy is a friend of mine and his stuff is really good and I don't like making those. <laughs> They're just kind of a pain. Um, for me, I, I'm not set up. I don't have all the jigs and everything to make them. He has all these jigs. He actually sends them to you on a little piece of cardboard with the holes in it. It looks like the top of a Les Paul. It's got the directions and soldering. It's really cool. I really, really, really like his stuff. That's kind of why, you know. Somebody asked Dylan about Harley Benton and Mono Price. You know, I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm not afraid to talk about it. We got a super chat. Sending loaded pickguards out soon. Um, I believe we're sending those out uh, the end of next week. We've got all of the single coils are sitting right there wound for those. And we are working our way through like 28 humbuckers right now. So what we're doing is we're batching everything. So we got like 28 orders on, on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So what we're doing is we're we're like we did all the P90 stuff, we did all the Tele stuff, uh, we just wound all of the Strat stuff. So there's like 15 of them sit 20 of them sitting there, and um, we did like eight humbuckers yesterday, and now I got to do well, I don't know like 15 more t tomorrow and the rest of the week. So what will happen is we will wind up all of these humbuckers. We'll send out all of the humbucker orders, but then those will also be the humbuckers for the single, single hum pick guards. And then we will assemble and ship those next week. That's kind of the, that's what I'm hoping is the plan. It's uh pretty berserk actually. So we're, yeah. So Bryson's been helping me every night. Um, he'll be over here later to, 
press some more bobbins together and yeah, we're, we're cranking on them. So yeah. Um, what's your take on an ERT? Um, I, that just falls into that category for me. Um, here, here's where I'm going to spend most of my time. This is what I'm going to tell you. All those guitars. And this is why number five on the hot takes for 2022 is $2,000 guitars are better than $300 guitars. They are. The materials are better. The fret materials are better. The pickups are better. All they're all better. Everything is better. Are the three to $500 guitars of value? Yes. They have a value for the folks that need them. And they are also of value in the respect that you should be looking at that. Um, like I got my first guitar. I got my second guitar. I'm super stoked. I've got a fake Les Paul. It's awesome. Now I want a real one or now I want an ESP or now I want it. You know what I mean? Um, this is all a journey for everybody. And I think people uh, take these kind of gear decisions as like some kind of, again, it's like a religious thing where it's like, this is me for the rest of my life. And this is who I re represent. And this is my outworking of my personality and without this and I, I will die on this hill. You know what I mean? Like, and they, people talk about it like that. And I, I don't, I don't think that's fair to the folks that want to dream, you know, just, just let them, just let them dream. Um, let's see. Somebody asked me really quick. Hang on. Are you willing to keep the Revstar? Actually, somebody already bought that for me. I I pre-sold that. Um, yeah, I know Fat Philosopher is a big fan of the ESP. If you ever want to talk about ESPs, Fat Philosopher in the comments, he's super stoked on, on those ESPs. He really likes them a lot. Um... Yeah. I mean, you know, so I think that's, I think it's a thing. I think let the guitar. So one of the, we, okay, we get kind of off topic and now we're a little bit over time, but, um, one of the things I would consider El Nico three single coils. One of the things I think is we talked about the, the, the falling off quality. And I said that maybe strats like $500 strats and tellies are bad quality on purpose. I almost wonder and I know it's not on purpose on purpose, but because cheap guitars have gotten better, are we trying to differentiate in quality between them more? Like, is that's what's happening? I don't know. It's a hypothesis that I have. Not that they would make a crappy guitar on purpose because the guitar should be good, but there is more of a difference in 2022 between a $500 guitar and a $2,000 guitar than there even was two, three years ago. Um, you know, lower price guitars are a great way to have different styles of guitars, different scale length. Exactly. So, but yes, but that means that they're aspirational. They're not the end of the line. You know what I mean? 
which I think is really cool. All right. It is 5.04. Usually we go for an hour on these things, and this has been really fun. We got five of these things in here. It's better to buy a new guitar than a used guitar. There's no bad gear in 2022. Fender and Gibson have switched in their quality control problems, I believe. The demise of the conventional amp has already and will continue to happen. And the fifth one, $2,000 guitars are better than $300 guitars. Those are my hot takes for 2022. If you were here late and you missed the conversation, please go back and listen to it after the thing is over. Do me a favor and um, do me a favor and go in the links of this below and go take the survey. Tell me what your favorite gear of that list was for 2022. I took them from all of the new gear newses that we did in 2022, compiled a big list of extra stuff like strings and plugins and little accessories like that. Uh, I left out wedding rings and fancy sweaters from Gibson. Just let you know. Um, also the best pedals of 2022, the best guitar uh, amps of 2022 and the best gear of 2022 uh best guitar of 2022 uh we did not have any bass gear this was totally six string stuff please do me a favor go down there be a part of that because it's going to be a really fun video to see what you all think is the best gear of 2022 i'm really excited about it um i've never done anything like this before so it's kind of fun to think about the possibilities of this video um and i'll probably give you my opinion of what i think what my favorite stuff was um but I've been looking at the results coming in so far, and we're probably pretty much on the same page for most of the stuff. Thanks for hanging out, and we will see you in the gear news tomorrow at noon.